Welcome to the Unrest Podcast. I'm Madeline Green. And I'm Caitlin Stansel. Thanks so much for joining us back here. We love to have you listening to our real life haunts. And hey, if you want to catch every episode as soon as they post, make sure you subscribe to the Unrest Podcast. Subscribe or die. <laughs> I much, feel like now we got to move away from the spookiness as we're getting into like holiday season. <laughs> right? Halloween <laughs> is over. <laughs> so this week's real life haunt takes us into the dream world again. I think it's so interesting that since we have released that first dream story, we have had so many people message us with their own stories. And I just think that's really neat. And it kind of is a testament to like hearing people's story and being like, wait, I am not alone. (laughs) I love that about, you know, not just this podcast, but in general, just being able to find ways to connect with people. And like you said, just know that you're not the only one in the world that's probably experiencing something. So we love that about this community here too. She also shares with us a really interesting story of something that happened to her, not in her dreams. So take a listen. This has been going on since I was very little. My mom was like, you pretty much came this way. You know, you came out observing or saying things that everyone was thinking in the room. You know, she said it was just kind of kind of an eerie for a little child, you know, to be like going, you know, saying stuff like that. But the way I, I came, because I don't know that they're family members. Like I've never heard, oh yeah, you know, your great granny was that way. Or I've never heard, you know, it was sort of started with me. When I was about 24, uh, my father died, and I was very close to him, and so when he died, I was, it was kind of tragic, too, so I was shocked, obviously, but I also had never had anyone that close to me before uh, die, and I knew that he was not gone. You know, I kept feeling him, and I was like, this is, this is, I don't understand. I did not understand what had happened but I knew I could still feel him and so about four days after he passed he came to me in a dream and we had a discussion of what happened to him and you know he just said well I just snapped because he took his own life but he was a surgeon and he had had hepatitis b and this was back in the day when at the time they didn't have a remedy for it you know it was kind of like having AIDS or, you know, he was chronically ill. And so he just, he said, when I asked him what happened, he said, I just snapped and he started crying. And I was like, it just felt so real. And I was like, this is so weird. And and so he just kept coming to me. Like every, I mean, it would be, you know, maybe every week or every other week or whatever, he just kept showing up and he came to me and he showed me where he was all stitched up in the dream you know, where I knew, and I was like, oh, this is so weird. I mean, I knew we were medical people, but I was like, this is so strange. And I was very young. So anyway, it just kept happening. And he would come tell me things like, you know, he was proud of me and, you know, cause I had an art show or whatever. And I had a dream that night after my art opening that I was on stage and he was in the audience and I could see him smiling at me. You know, it was just, he, he kept communicating. And they communicate telepathically. They do not 
He never spoke to me, but I knew what he was thinking every time he would come. So this went on for, I don't know, a couple of years, and I moved up to Georgia, and I was dreaming about him. He was at the foot of my bed, and he was in his lab coat, and I mean, I was 26 at the time, and he's like, go have a breast examination, and I was like, what? I mean, I'm, I'm sitting there in the dream going, what? And the phone rings, and it's my mother. And I get on the phone with my mom, and I'm I'm so like, this is so bizarre, I don't even want to talk about this, and whatever. So finally, I just blurted it out. I said, okay, I just had a dream about Dad. And she's like, well, what did you dream? And I said, well, he told me to go have a breast examination. And she's like, you know what, I'm going today. And I was like, oh, you are? I was like, oh, well, okay, well, maybe this is for you. I, I don't know, you know, whatever. They found a golf ball-sized tumor in my mother's breast. And she was, that was a Friday, and she was in the hospital. I mean, she was operated on Monday. So from that point on, I was like, okay, this is no joke. I mean, this isn't just me trying to make myself feel better. You know, he is really communicating to me, you know. So then at one point, my nephew was going to have his tonsils out, and my sister was all worried. And when I went to sleep, I was like, just come tell me that everything's going to be okay, you know that kind of thing and I have this dream we're in the hospital and he's got his lab coat on and he's talking to all the doctors and he comes over and I'm like is it going to be okay and he was like it's going to be fine okay and then he like he, he did this grin where his teeth got really big and this was before mask with Jim Carrey when he puts the mask on and how he does that big huge toothy grin or whatever I mean I was like laughing in the dream but I was like this is so bizarre. And like literally, you know, two months later that movie came out and I was like, oh my God, that is exactly like what he was doing, you know? So anyway, it was just stuff like that. And he, you know, was trying to get me to lighten up, you know, whatever. So, and I, and I don't see him as much anymore, you know, now that I've gotten older and whatever, he doesn't come. But if, when his brother died, which was, you know, probably 10 years ago, he came to me and there was a photograph that of the two of them and he wanted me to put it on social media and I couldn't find it. And he, um, he came to me and was like, kind of told me where it was. And I literally the next day, it was right there, right where he told me, he was like over in the, you know, go look in that bookshelf. And so I was like, okay, so that's really the last time that I've seen him. I've had another experience that's not in dreams or whatever, but it was in reality. I was on a trip and I was with my family and we were sitting um, in the city. It's called Ephesus and it's like this marble city and it's, it's pretty amazing. And it's like BC. I mean, it is way, way back. And the guide that was with us was like, when we were all sitting like directly in front of this building and he's like, what, what do you think that building is? And I said, oh, it's the library. <laughs> My whole family is like, what? And like, the, the guide was like, well, you're right. And it was so completely bizarre. I mean, I was like, why did I know that that is the library? I mean, I'm like, so that's the kind of stuff that's just, how does that happen? I have no idea. The other story that I had a few years back, was in a church and but I went to church this was the church we went to or whatever and we were home on the weekend and um, one of the members of the church's son who was like eight years old was hit by a car and killed on our square and it just kind of I mean 
was just really hardcore for everybody. That was on, like, I think a Saturday night. And I went to church on Sunday, and we were all just completely blown away. And Monday morning, I was in my bathroom, and it was very dark. It was, you know, before daylight savings times or whatever. It was, it was early in the morning when I was getting my kids ready for school or whatever, but it was dark outside. There was no light. And I saw something flash out of the corner of my eye. So I turned, and from my bed, my bathroom sink, I can see my bed. And I turned to my bed, and I saw the boy in my pillows up on my bed. And he was like a hologram, though. Like, I, I knew, I mean, he, he was like a spirit. I mean, I knew it was the spirit that I was seeing, and I knew it was him. But I was just like floored, you know, and I was looking and I was like, oh my gosh, I, I mean, that's, you know, the kid. And, but then it started to scare me a little bit, you know, it started to make me nervous. So I went to go turn away and he put his head back and he looked up and this light, this amazing bright light, like white gold light started pouring, like he was looking up at the sky or whatever, started pouring out of his eyes, his nose, his mouth, his ears. I mean, and I was like, oh my God. I mean, it was like he, I I just was overwhelmed. It was like the eyes of God or whatever. Like I felt like I had just looked into the divine. I mean, I was just like, and it was so much that I had to look away. Like it was so overwhelming me and so powerful that I, I had to turn away. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, what has just happened? You know, so I, walk out of the room and I go find my husband and I'm like okay I just saw you know let's say his name was Johnny on the bed okay I I just saw him and he said well that's a very common phenomenon you know that people will see loved ones you know after they die or whatever I'm like well I don't really know these people okay like I, I really I mean we went to church but it wasn't like I was friends with them and so I didn't all I knew was that this energy or whatever I just saw, which I, I was completely blown away by it, was so powerful that I was in a celebrating kind of mode. Like I felt so rejuvenated and jack I mean, just so much energy. I felt like I could jump to the moon and back 15 times, you know, and I was like, I, I don't know what to do with this information. I don't want to be the weirdo in the room that's like I saw your kid on my bed I mean like you know I mean I just it was really tough you know but at the same time like I could not keep it to myself like I had to let somebody know you know so I went back to I went up to my church the next day and I saw our youth director and I told her I just said look I don't want to upset anybody but I saw the boy okay I saw him and it was just the most powerful thing I've ever been through in my life. I mean, this light and whatever was going on. And I, I, I know he's dead, but he's not. I don't, I don't know where he is. I mean, I, I was just like, I, I, I just don't know what to do. And she's like, don't worry about it. I will handle it. And so they came back to me and they ended up telling the parents that I had seen their, their child or whatever and explained the story and they said he was on the bed in her pillows. The dad said, like he was the morning he died. That's what he was doing. And eventually I spoke to the dad. 
because I, I didn't really know them. I mean, like, I, 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 they were not my friends, okay? I mean, like, I, hi, you know, whatever, at church. I did not hang out with these people. And he told me that when his wife was pregnant with that boy, that he saw that light, what I'm talking about. It flashed over her head the day before he was born. And he said, not like you did, though. He said it wasn't pouring and gushing. and Like he said, but I know what you're talking about. The church I go to, you know, a lot of what we read in the Bible is people come in dreams. They come, spirits show up. I mean, like that is all in the Bible. Okay, so that group, they were very open to it. I mean, they were just like, okay, you've had a vision. I mean, basically you've seen, you've seen you know, but it's all in the Bible. That's all they talk about is, you know, so-and-so saw an angel or so-and-so came in a dream and told me to do this. And, you know, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I have listened to it my whole life, but I didn't really understand it until it happened to me. And I was like, oh my God. I mean, like, I felt like one of those people in the Bible that had a vision. I mean, I, I literally saw that kid. I mean, it's ridiculous. I don't see things. And that's what they said to me. They were like, do you do this? And I was like, no, I don't do this. I dream things. Everyone that I've been close to, my mother, my aunt, my cousins, my grandmother, they have all come to me and told me goodbye after they've died. They'll, they will come some way, somehow. They will show up in my dream and be like, I'm good. And I've even had my dogs that had been hit by cars that I didn't know what had happened to them come to me in a dream. And I knew that they were gone. I've had that multiple times. I, in fact, one of them that's really funny, my sister's mother-in-law came to me and she was in my yard in a boat. Okay. And she had on this beautiful, she looked really good in like orangey, like burnt orange, gorgeous burnt orange like chiffon dress I mean it was like this full on and she was driving the boat and her husband was in the boat in my yard and she was like bye I mean she was real southern and it was hilarious and she drove off in the boat okay so when I went to go tell my brother-in-law and his brother they died laughing and they were like oh she was never allowed to drive the boat is that hilarious or what Everybody that comes to me, I know. It's not like some weirdo, you know what I mean? Like, I don't see weird people. I don't see scary people. I don't. It's people that I am on the level with. I mean, it's my peers, my family, whatever. Um, I, I have never been somewhere where I've been. I mean, I, I definitely was like, let's say when I was on that mountain in Kennesaw. And I didn't know there had been some huge battle of the Civil War. I definitely felt that energy. I felt something bad had happened. I knew people had died. I, I didn't know at the time until I left, I was like, oh, that's where a huge battle was? Well, I picked up on that, you know, that kind of thing. See anything scary or whatever. But I believe that, you know, I do believe doing yoga and meditation really helps open you up. Um, drawing, painting, all that other kind of stuff, but also to, you know, have confidence in that you will only see what you need to know. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I have a lot of confidence that I only see what I need to know. 
and that nobody's going to scare me. And I, I don't, I don't have all that. I, I just don't, I've never, I mean, I've definitely been in situations where I'm like, this is weird and I want to get out of here, but I've never like seen dark entities. I don't, I don't do all that. And if I probably saw things that were sad and scary or whatever, I might feel different. I'm very lucky in the fact that I see my family and things. I, I see people that I know. It's it's not like, except that little boy, I didn't know him. But I mean, I you know what I mean? I knew of him, but he was not in my close, you know, vicinity or whatever. But um, And I also think you need to put out you know, prayers of protection, you know, definitely, um, you know, kind of keep your aura, you know, where you just get the highest and best. And I say that a lot, a prayer that is like only the highest and best for me. Going back to sort of the beginning when she was talking about having that dream and her father you know, saying something about the breast exam and then her mom. I mean, those are just the kind of things that it's it's too close to reality to really think that it's a coincidence. It's crazy because like what I wanted to know from her is like, why you, you know, like, why do these things happen to certain people? You know, not to be like, oh, I'm jealous that it doesn't happen to me. But like, you know what? I wonder what constitutes these people having these dreams and then having situations where a a loved one is telling you to do something and in the end saves your life. So it's just, it's just interesting all the way around dreams and like just speaking with loved ones. And it's like, why does it happen to some people and not other people? So like, what is the difference? Um, And I guess we will probably never know (laughs) (laughs) until one day we're on the other side. (laughs) Right. The other thing I thought was so interesting was just sort of her perspective on, you know, angels and that, you know, maybe some of these entities that we perceive as ghosts or spirits are really angels visiting and sending messages. I mean, I've never heard that before, but it makes a lot of sense. I always want to ask people, especially around here, because, you know, living in the Bible belt per se, that it's almost, it's like taboo. Like you're not supposed to mess in that kind of thing. And for her to kind of flip it and make it seem like, you know, it is possible that these are people maybe just trying to send messages like they did in the Bible. It kind of makes you think because I never thought about it that way. And what else is so interesting is I've heard before some people think that that's sort of what we mostly think of as aliens today. Some people associate them with possibly being like the angels that you read about in the Bible. Um, oh, 100%. Have, if you've watched Ancient Aliens, you know for a fact that <laughs> I they can't watch of- that. Oh, well, I love it. <laughs> they always say that like the drawings in the caves are actually aliens. And if you watch ancient aliens, you know that ancient astronaut theorists believe this. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's fascinating. And, and one it of kind them of makes sense. And one of them that you were talking about, it. one of the episodes was saying like some Indian tribes thought that God came down in sort of like a UFO. Right. <laughs> Now that we're very off topic in talking about aliens. (laughs) 
Maybe we should end this episode. <laughs> I could get into a lot, but we're going to end it here for your for your ear's sake. <laughs> so if you love our real life haunts and love the unrest podcast and you want to share your own story, just email us at the unrest podcast at gmail.com. Also, we would love for you guys to leave us a review. Do it now. Do it. (laughs) We also have a Facebook and a Facebook group where we put a lot of fun, interesting waste of time stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, also check us out on TikTok. And until next time, unrest unrest in in peace. peace.